0: Welcome to TRS, Your Retirement in Focus. Ladies and gentlemen, you know about a year ago, after the pandemic began, I discovered that many people in many professions began to contemplate retiring early. And as I think about that, I can't help but to ask you a few questions. If you could, would you retire early? Why would you retire early? What would you do if you retired early? Well, I have several family members and friends who've already retired. Some of them are very happy in their retirement and others of them, well, let's just say they suddenly find themselves looking for things to do. If you're considering early retirement, there are many reasons and questions that you may have to consider. But I'll start with this question. What are some of the reasons that may motivate you to retire early? Well, maybe you're satisfied and you've accomplished all that you wanted to accomplish with regards to your career. Maybe you want to spend more time with your family. Maybe you're ready to travel and see the world. Maybe COVID and the pandemic or some other situation motivated you to retire. Maybe philanthropy is your thing or you want to start a new career. Maybe you're just plain old tired of work. So now that you've decided to retire, are you taking a normal retirement or an early retirement? And what's the difference? At TRS, there are two types of normal retirement. First, there's a service retirement, which is attained at 30 years of creditable service Regardless of your age, or it can be attained at 10 years of creditable service and you're at age 60. Second, there's a disability retirement. You can attain disability retirement at 10 years of creditable service and in a case where you can no longer perform your job. Now, when retiring under normal circumstances, pension benefits are paid to members based on the benefit formula, which is calculated as the number of years of creditable service, including partial years up to forty years times two percent times the member's high average salary early retirement is when a member has less than thirty years of creditable service or when a member has not met the qualifications for a normal retirement but decides to retire anyway when retiring early members are subject to a reduction in benefits by the lesser of one twelfth of seven percent for each month the member is below age sixty or by seven percent for each year or fraction thereof by which the member has less than 30 years of service. Now I don't know about you, but if there is anything that I can do to keep from being penalized or to keep from losing some of my money or benefits, I want to know what my options are. So that begs the question, knowing now that a member can be subject to an early retirement penalty, how can a member avoid that penalty? The main thing that you can do to avoid the early retirement penalty is to work until you have reached the age or conditions. For a normal retirement. Alternately, you can purchase airtime or any other eligible service purchase to eliminate the penalty altogether. This airtime purchase can cover the difference between the actual and the needed years of creditable service, but you must also keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that in order to purchase airtime, you must have at least 25 years of creditable service and you can purchase up to 3 years of service credit in either yearly or monthly increments at the time of your retirement. The cost to purchase airtime is the full actuarial cost of the additional service, making it one of the most expensive types of service purchases that TRS offers. Now if you withdraw your retirement application and don't retire, TRS will refund your money for any airtime purchased and your service credit will be adjusted accordingly. Additionally, any member who retires under the early retirement provisions will not be eligible. For the PLOP option as specified under current Georgia law. Do you know what would happen to any potential COLAs when retiring early? Under the early retirement provisions, you are not eligible for the first COLA until such time that you would have reached 30 years of creditable service or until you reach age 60, whichever occurs first. COLAs are determined by the Consumer Price Index and they may be given at a six-month interval at 1.5% increments, but the thing you have to keep in mind is that they are not guaranteed. Are you aware of the advantages of working until normal retirement age when it comes to the monthly retirement benefit? The biggest advantage is that you can get your maximum benefit amount under the max plan. Also, you are not subject to the penalties for not working until normal retirement. You can select the PLOP option or the partial lump sum option plan at the time of retirement, and also Under normal retirements, COLAs are not delayed. Have you ever thought about how you can use your sick leave with early retirement? Well, sick leave can be used to get you to 30 years of creditable service, which is the ultimate goal. One thing to keep in mind here is is that until the sick leave is verified with the employer, you will incur an early retirement penalty. Typically it takes one to two pay cycles for the verification to be resolved during the verification process. Okay, let's take a look at a couple of examples. So this is a member who's planning on retiring on July the 1st of 2022. And at that time, this member will have 29 years, 7 months of service, and their average high salary will be $7,448 per month. Now, before the sick leave is added, this member will incur a temporary penalty of 7%. Once the sick leave is added, the penalty will go away, and we will pay that difference to the member. Now, in this example, A gross monthly benefit amount under the maximum plan for this member would be $4,125.25 per month. As we consider this individual who's going to retire on July 1st of 2022, when they use five months of sick leave in order to get them to 30 years and three months of creditable service, based on an average monthly salary of $7,448 under the maximum plan, This individual's gross monthly benefit is $4,518.57. Now, in the previous part of this example, where they were under the penalty for early retirement, their monthly maximum benefit or the gross monthly benefit was only $4,125.25. That's a difference of $393.32 per month or $4,719.84 a year. Now, I don't know about you. But if it's up to me, I'm not throwing away almost five grand of my money every year. I would much rather not have to deal with that penalty. So definitely using your sick leave towards your retirement is beneficial in every scenario. In this example, we have a member who wants to retire on June 1st of 2021. At that time, the member will have 27 years of creditable service. Now, if you recall, you will incur a 7% penalty for every year away from 30 years of service. So in this case, overall, this member will incur a 21% penalty. This member has a high average salary of $9,321.62. Under the maximum plan, at 27 years of service, this member will have a gross monthly benefit of $3,976.60 per month. On the other hand, if this member retired with 30 years of creditable service, under the maximum plan, Their gross monthly benefit would be $5,592.97 based on their high average salary of $9,321.62 per month. As you can see, there's definitely an advantage here to working in 30 years of service. That is an average of $1,600 per month or $19,396 a year that you can either be throwing away under the penalty scenario or putting in your bank account when retiring with thirty years of service now once again i've said it once i've said it a million times i'm not about throwing any of my money away and i don't think many of you are either but we know that circumstances vary from member to member but clearly you can see here is a great advantage to working the thirty years of creditable service before retiring now as we continue to look at the same individual who's wanting to retire on june first of twenty twenty one This individual had one year and one month of sick leave service that they could apply towards their 30 years of creditable service. However, at 27 years of service and having only one year and one month of sick leave, that only brings their total to 28 years and one month. That means they still would be subject to an early retirement penalty of 7% per year short of 30 years. In this case, that's two years which comes to a 14% penalty instead of the 21% penalty in the first example. So now, under the maximum plan, the numbers look like this. This member would now receive $4,507 per month for their gross monthly benefit. That is an improvement over the $3,976 per month. The best thing that this member could do is to work full out to their 30 years of creditable service. Now, this same member... With a high average salary of $9,321.62 per month, with 30 years of creditable service at retirement, under the Max Plan, this member will now receive a gross monthly benefit of $5,592.97. Now, in this scenario, there's no penalty to worry about. And when you look at the amount that you're bringing home in your gross monthly benefit versus those months where you had the penalty, the numbers are staggering. This member now has $1,616.37 more per month to put in their bank. And if you look at that over the course of 12 months or a year, this member is now banking $19,396 more per year. So the numbers don't lie, ladies and gentlemen. There's a big advantage to working 30 years of service versus retiring early. And that's what it's all about, keeping as much of your money as you can to benefit you at the time of your retirement. Here's a few last things to keep in mind relative to early retirement. If you are indeed considering early retirement, you should start thinking about what option is best for you and your family. You should also go to www.trsga.com dot com to generate your own benefit estimate TRS recommends that you ask for a benefit estimate when you are within five years of your retirement date. You should also call TRS to set up a counseling session if you are within two years of retirement. So call TRS for an estimate with and without the penalty to see the impact on your retirement benefit amount. Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. Up next, we will dive into the step by step online application process and the important documentation needed in order to apply for your retirement. Review your TRS account online. Missing or incorrect information can delay your retirement, so make sure everything is accurate and up-to-date. Also, take a look at the Member's Guide. It's full of useful information about plans, selecting a beneficiary, and even working after retirement. Soon, you'll be ready to apply for retirement online and, best of all, receive your first benefit payment. Have questions along the way? TRS hosts free workshops and seminars across Georgia exclusively for TRS members in all phases of their careers. You can also schedule a pre-retirement individual counseling session to get answers about your specific retirement situation. We're here to help. Just visit us online to learn more. From all of us at Teachers Retirement System of Georgia, congratulations. Here's to you and to the road ahead. Now, as we think about the application process, there are a few things that you have to keep in mind. First, there are deadlines in which to apply. Due to the large volume of retirements at the end of each school year, the deadlines for the summer retirements are as follows. For the June 1st retirements, the deadline is March 31st. For July 1st retirements, the deadline is April 30th. And for August 1st retirements, the deadline is May 31st. TRS recommends getting your application to TRS six months prior to your date of actual retirement in order to avoid any potential delays. And as I always say, I don't want any problems or delays when it comes to getting mine. For members with June and July retirement dates, as long as your application is in by the due date, you will receive your first check in the middle of the month that you retire. For members with August 1st retirement dates, your application must be received by May 31st in order to receive your first check in the middle of the month of August. The online application process is pretty easy to navigate and to complete. There are 10 steps to complete the online application, you have a total of 45 days to complete the application, and the retirement dashboard will guide you through the entire process step by step. There is some supporting documentation that you'll need to keep note of or be mindful of, the retirement application summary page, the affidavit of residency form, and photo IDs are required for the member and for their beneficiaries. So let's take some time now to walk through the online retirement process step by step. Relative to the online application for retirement, there are 10 steps that members have to go through to process completing the application online. Step 1 is the retirement plan itself. Step 2 is the personal profile information. Step 3 is PLOP, Partial Lump Sum Option Plan Information. Step 4 is Beneficiary Selection. Step 5 is Electronic Funds Transfer step six is tax withholdings step seven is employer info step eight is sick leave step nine is the review of the retirement application and step ten is the submission of the retirement application once you log into your online account you'll be presented with your account summary page you'll see the words I want to under that section you will click apply for retirement you'll be presented with information that reminds you that you have 45 days to complete your retirement application. During those 45 days, you can come in and edit and make changes as you see fit, or if it goes beyond 45 days, you will have to begin a new application. The member must select a retirement type, a last expected day of work, a retirement date, and Plan A or Plan B. If the member chooses a Plan B retirement plan, the member will also need to choose options one through four that are associated with Plan B plans. Once you've made your selections, you will click the Save button to ensure that all of your changes are saved accordingly. Next, you will notice that all of the other sections of the retirement dashboard are now enabled. The profile and address screens appear with pre-populated information. The member has the option of updating the information, and if you need to make changes, this is the place to do that also. As a friendly reminder, as you move throughout the retirement application, be sure to save your work in step three the partial lump sum option election is made members must select the option to receive or not receive a PLOP distribution if the member chooses a PLOP direct payment the member will indicate the amount for the distribution a federal deduction of twenty percent is automatically withheld the member has the option to withhold additional tax withholdings and georgia withholding if the member selects PLOP direct payment The member can select direct payment with tax deductions, elect a direct rollover, elect to waive the 30-day notice period, and special tax information must also be reviewed by the member. If the member selects PLOP direct rollover, the rollover election allows the member to select the amount to rollover and indicate the rollover company information as well. Also, if the member selects PLOP direct rollover, rollover information is entered for taxable and or non-taxable distributions. The eligible rollover plan will appear once rollover type is selected. One thing to keep in mind here is that if you elect to rollover, you can then select the type of rollover plan you want to use, whether it be a 401k plan, 401a, 403a or B, a 408 or 457 deferred compensation plan. If the user chooses to plot partial rollover, rollover information is entered for partial distribution. The member indicates the rollover, payment amount, and tax information. Informational messages appear regarding the non-taxable amount. In Step 4, the Beneficiary Designation screen appears with the disclosure information. The member acknowledges the information to proceed. Once you have clicked the acknowledgment, indicating that you've read and understand the important information as outlined by TRS, you will then click the Next button. The Beneficiary Designation screen appears with informational messages and beneficiaries as indicated at TRS. Members may update, add, or delete beneficiary information in this section. The distribution percentage amount must total 100% for primary and 100% for secondary beneficiaries. Also, the most important thing to keep in mind here is that you have to have a primary and a secondary beneficiary in order to proceed. After updating beneficiary information, the member will be directed back to the TRS Beneficiary Update screen to adjust distribution percentage and click Save again. Changes will immediately replace the beneficiary information on file with TRS. If the member selects Plan B, the member will be required to select a retirement option. If the member selects Plan B option 4, the member will be advised to download, complete, and return the Plan B Option 4 Beneficiary Designation form to TRS. In addition, the member will bypass the Beneficiary Designation step in the online retirement process. Next, in Step 5, we take care of the electronic funds transfer information. The member enters the routing and account number information for their respective EFT. Step 6 deals with tax withholding information. Members must enter State of Georgia and federal tax withholding information. In Step 7, employment information is taken care of. TRS will contact the covered employer for employment verification information. No actions are needed from the member in this step. If a member has not worked in a TRS-covered position for a year or longer, TRS will process your retirement application without contacting your last TRS employer. In step eight, we take a look at the sick leave credit. Under the sick leave reimbursement section, you will want to be sure to click the I want to pursue sick leave credit for the employer's check below for the dates indicated. One thing to note here is that you need to have 60 days of sick leave in order to process it. If a previous employer is not listed, please download and print the sick leave certification form and submit it to previous employers. If a member does not wish to pursue sick leave credit, He or she will click on the I Do Not Wish to Pursue Any Sick Leave Credit button and click Save to continue. In Step 9, the retirement application process provides the member with an opportunity to review and edit the information entered before submission. You should note at this point that all sections should be complete and you may submit your application by clicking the Submit Retirement Application button at the bottom right-hand side of the page. In step 10, we'll deal with the submission of the retirement application. The member can submit the application, be very sure to read the terms and conditions before proceeding. The member then receives a submission confirmation and the ability to print, sign, and submit specific forms to TRS. In order for TRS to process your retirement application, you must perform the following. You must print, review, initial, and sign where indicated and return the retirement application summary to TRS. In step 10, the member can submit the application after acknowledgement of the terms and conditions. Be very sure that you do indeed read the terms and conditions. The member receives a submission confirmation and the ability to print, sign, and submit specific forms to TRS. In order for TRS to process your retirement application, you must perform the following. You must print, review, initial and sign where indicated, and return the Retirement Application Summary to TRS. Now the Retirement Application Summary is a recap of all the information you entered during the application process. You can also at this point make changes to the Retirement Application Summary by hand, but the most important thing to remember is that you have to sign it, date it, and initial it before returning it to TRS. Next you will have to print sign, notarize, and return the Affidavit of Residency form to TRS. This form verifies your citizenship. Next, you will need a copy of your photo identification and for your beneficiaries to be sent to TRS. You can use a driver's license or a passport or any valid form of identification. If you elected Plan B Option 4, please download the Plan B Option 4 Beneficiary Designation form and return it to TRS as well. If you elected disability retirement, please download the disability retirement forms and return the completed applicable forms to TRS. And finally, please print a copy of your completed retirement application for your records. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Today, we learned about the early retirement process. We also learned about penalties you incur if you don't work to 30 years in service. We also learned whether it's beneficial to work 30 years of service. And we know that to be the case, as we saw a great example of the amount of take-home pay difference you would have in retirement if you didn't have to deal with early retirement penalties. We also did a how-to on the online application process, and we reviewed the additional documents needed to complete the online application process. So be sure to join us on the next episode of TRS, Your Retirement in Focus.